0: You guys want
1: to go see a dead body? All right, folks. p was with Starting Strength to talk about all the events that we have coming up. Let's start with seminars. June 26th will be our next seminar in Wichita Falls. We've still got a few spots left for that. Then we're back in Wichita Falls September 11th through the 13th. And then Denver, Colorado at Starting Strength Denver on October 16th through the 18th. we got a new camp on the list, the Self-Sufficient Lifter Camp on August 15th in Wichita Falls, where not only will you learn the lifts, but you'll learn how to video and properly diagnose your own technique. We now have one spot left for our first camp in Tel Aviv. That's a squat camp on July 25th. We're also having a deadlift and power clean camp on October the 11th in Woodmere, New York. The following camps are all squat and deadlift camps. Still got a few spots left for Phoenix, Arizona on June 27th, Boise, Idaho on August 2nd. Then we added some spots to Minneapolis on August 22nd and 23rd. And then finally, Moodis, Connecticut on September 19th. Also on the board, we have our three-lift camp, covering the squat, the press, and the deadlift. Next one of those will be on July 19th in Baltimore at 5x3, and then November 29th in Singapore. We also have a nutrition camp on the list. September 12th will be in Chicago, Illinois at Chicago Strength and Conditioning. And of course, our Starting Strength Gyms are back open and operating, where you can train with a coach for less than 30 bucks a session. To find a location, or to request a location, or more information in general, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. And as usual, for more details and information, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right hand side of the homepage.
2: From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas. From the finest mind in the modern fitness industry. The one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession. The most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, Starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. It's Friday, and Friday is a good day, a good day, because Starting Strength Radio is Friday. We're here with our friend Grant Brogy from... First try. From... South Carolina. Brogy... From South Carolina, by way of California, South California.
0: Misplaced, as Nick D. likes to say. A guy just living in the wrong state.
2: South California. That's right. You ever heard of a song by Chicago called South California Purples? No. Good one. Fabulous. Fabulous. First album, South California, instead of Southern California. Instead of Southern, yeah, yeah. That's what I've been calling it, South California. South California. It it reminds you of home. Reminds
0: me of home, you know? That and guns and pickup
2: trucks yeah all yeah. over south california yeah. i mean they are now are they yeah well i mean things are different in south yeah. california these days That's aren't right they? big change so uh grant owns a uh, couple of gyms in south california his company's called the strength company strength co and uh he's uh, uh Grant's you know, I hate to tell him this to his face, but here we Grant, go. Grant is kind of an impressive guy. I uh, don't tell me that. And and he's just separated from the Marine Corps uh, as a, a captain. And uh, I don't know why he didn't make major. But he, I'm in the reserves.
0: There's still a shot. I, there's a chance. There's a chance, right?
2: So he's separated from the Marine Corps from an officer's career in a Marine Corps, and he's in the in the gym business now. But as you may be aware, things have been rough. Real tough in the gym business. In the gym business recently. Oh. And uh, what I wanted to talk to Grant about today is uh, how you adapt to stress. We uh, talk about the stress recovery adaptation cycle uh, as it applies to training. As it applies to biology, right? But as it turns out, the stress recovery adaptation cycle applies to business as well. And uh, so, Grant, first off, let's talk about what happened uh, in South California uh, back in uh, early March. In early March.
0: So it started trending towards the way that, you know, it looked like things were going to have to be closed. And um, so we early on did some things, you know, first week of March. We're going to be closed, whether they had to be or not. We're going to be closed. Um, Early March started, you know, up in sanitation, doing stuff to make people, you know, feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. subside the fear. And then March 17th, you know, my county said all gyms had to be closed. And so uh, we closed. Uh, that day we finished training that day and shut down. And so I just said, I brought all the coaches to my house or most of them. And I said, tomorrow we're going to take everything out of the gyms and give it to people. Cause this isn't going away anytime soon. And when I say give it to people, I mean, to our paying members,
2: loan it, to them. loan it to them. Right. Um, let them take the equipment home so they can train. Yeah. Because it's like, Hey, right. you know,
0: it, it, no point in being locked up in a building. Right, and uh, and if you don't, as a business owner, if I stop providing value to my members, what's the first thing they're going to shut off? The gym membership, right. right? Because or anything they can't use. Sure.
2: So we uh, anything they're not perceiving to be of value.
0: Of value, right? So we deployed the uh, all the equipment, but I mean, I got 150 members in two gyms, and uh, so it's 16 power racks. You know, I got extra bars, maybe 25 bars I had in total, and you know weights. So you mm-hmm. very quickly. I don't have enough to outfit everybody no so we started making some stuff you know Home Depot squat racks that we had made in Afghanistan you know makeshift stuff and just sending it to people and then um, about that time you know this is about a week 10 days in besides my members I got them all outfitted now everyone wants gym equipment right but you've seen here as well right Right. and so quickly boom what's the price of what's what do you usually pay for a, a used crappy York 45 per pound. What's that well, worth?
2: Well, right now, oh, beforehand, uh, I bought them for years for 25 cents,
0: uh, 25 cents a pound, yes, yeah.
2: for many, many years. Used barbell plates were, yeah. a quarter. So, I always thought,
0: know. I always thought 60 70 cents, and, yeah, was 60 what 70 I was
2: cents to. is is uh, a good used price, yeah, you know, uh, recently, new accurate. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, cast irons worth, you know, up toward $2 a pound. Right. Right.
0: And so then I start looking for extra weights. And early on, you know, had a little chance and timing workout. Found a warehouse, bought a whole bunch at, you know, 40 $0.50 cents a pound if I bought it all. And so I had some stuff to, you know, to start moving around. And then all of a sudden, every rusted plate in California was $2 a pound. Right. And they were getting it
2: yeah um so it just became out of control so what essentially happened was uh people wanted to train yes there is a demand for this product for training for our approach to training for barbell training there's a demand for this product uh i'd like to think that we helped create that demand for this product over the past 15 years of the work we've been doing here at, at starting strength uh but the demand was persistent, and supply went down. Yep. And what we know from the law is that when demand is up and supply is down, what happens to price? Economics. Price goes up. This is not. This is like gravity. Right. You know, it's just what happens. It's just what happens. It's one of these things that it's like, uh, uh, you know, just a mathematical relationship that doesn't vary. And uh, whether you want it to vary or not, it does not So you you've got a you've got a situation now where old rusty junky ass plates are worth two dollars a pound. Yep. What does that mean? Good plates are worth well yep. more than that. Well, a lot more than that. More yeah. than that. Yeah. So because people want to train, right? You see an opportunity. And what did you do? Well, so now I'm
0: looking outside my members, all these people calling. But the thing is, everyone's holding on to their finances, right? They don't want to spend a lot of money. They're worried. They don't know how their job's going to work out. So I thought, okay, a temporary solution, right? We don't like squat stands. They're no good for what we do. But what happened? People that wanted garage gyms, home gyms, already had them these are people now especially in south california one car garage that they park their car in Mm -hmm. so i thought how do i fill this okay squat stands you can put up against the wall you can put all your training gear on the side back your car up so we start making some steel squat stands you know and i just start trying to acquire weights here's the next problem now a guy calls hey you can get a squat stand 350 bucks here's how to make a bench we'll make one for you here's deadlift mats and they say okay what about the born weights and i would just say to them on the phone I got $200 in that rusted bar, and I got $2.20 in those rusted plates. What's it worth? What should I get out of this? And they said, well, wait, I, w- I need 400 pounds. That's going to be $840. I said, yeah, that's how much it I is. paid for it. I know. It's already out of my pocket. Right. And so I started doing rentals, saying, hey, here's a set of you know 300 pounds. I'll do it for 200 a month. You know, You buy the equipment. Now you have some stuff to rent. And look, I want you to train. So if four months from now I've gotten all my money out and maybe, you know, gotten something so it's worth my time, I'll call you and say it's yours. Keep it, right? You know, I'm not trying to get uh, rich on rusted plates. My Mm -hmm. thing was I want to give them an opportunity to train so that I can teach them in your method. So when they buy a squat rack, I call them and I say, hey, you get a free form check from a starting strength coach. Guess what? If they've never trained and they have someone that actually teaches them how to squat, they go, oh, I'd like to do this three times a week. And so that was kind of what the gap, you know, I was trying to fill is how can we make it so that people can actually get coaching and get stronger.
2: So, idea was to provide a way for people to continue using your services, right, right, to maintain uh, a relationship with these people you've cultivated as customers. And and, uh, and and here's the bad news: barbell training requires barbells. Right. There's not any way to do that. We've had so many people post on various social media on the website. What do I do? I don't have access to barbells. How do I barbell train? You don't. And, and i I'm, I'm just had forced to say, look, I'm sorry you can't. Yeah. You know, I can't make up, be down, you know, uh, well, as, as, as thoroughly as it's been done recently. You can't make up, be down. And if if you have to squat, you have to do it with a bar. Right. And you have to do progressive resistance exercise. You can't, you can't do with body weight. You can't do that with yeah. body weight. You and that's can't the train.
0: thing is every ever you know, lots of small business gym fitness people said, okay, we'll just switch to body weight stuff. But, but it's I not just, training. It's it's not training and it's not what we think is effective. You it's know, not what we know is what, effective. It's not what we know is effective. So it's okay how do you provide a solution to that because and then what happened to all the body weight stuff after three weeks turns out people don't like to it. turns their out the you
2: plateau you can only only do how many air squats right when you do you know right and what happens to your squat when you start doing 100 air squats what happens to your your barbell squat when you start doing 100 air squats it goes now yeah every single time that's what's wrong with CrossFit. What's always been wrong with CrossFit, high-intensity glycolytic exercise destroys strength. So here we are with some fundamental physiology that can't be argued with. Can't be changed. Can't be changed. You can't change this physiology. So we have to barbell train. We have to figure out a way to do it. So what do we do?
0: Well, then you have the shortage. I mean, then the shortage just got worse, right? I think I went to Texas Strength Systems... Actually, before when the Marine Corps canceled my reserve drill March fourteenth, you know, and I had been following this stuff, but I was like, oh, this is going to be real bad if the Marine Corps, if DOD doesn't want to bring people in, you know, then it's going to get bad. So I went Tech Strength Systems and I bought I don't know four or five barbells, which then ended up you know their orders must have spiked the next. Oh week. yeah,
2: and I talked to Mitch Stacy at at Caps uh, yesterday, in fact, and uh, the twenty kilo starting strength bars are available to order now and uh as of uh today he said about six weeks they'll ship they're waiting on material and uh this so this is this is a I, I, people that haven't been following this very closely do not understand uh the depth of the disturbance within this economy right that is, has that is taken place as a result of everybody being locked in their houses. As it turns out, you can't lock everybody in your house and have the economy continue to function. Uh, the only satisfying aspect of that is that uh, sales tax revenues to the municipalities are down. Down. <laughs> That's satisfying, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good thing. It is. I mean, you lock us in our houses, and then you want us to I, – I don't know what you want right. us to do. We right. can't spend money, so you can't collect sales taxes. So you get fucked. And that's good.
0: And then now, so, as things open up, everyone's still kind of afraid to lose sure. money, It's right? going to so, take – it's yeah. going
2: to take – because everybody's uncertain about right. whether they're going to have it to spend, so everybody's being frugal right, right now, and spending is at a low, and and it's just going to take so long for this whole thing to get back to where it was. Right. That was strongest economy in the history of the United States in January of this year, and uh, and now look at it crippled, and now it's destroyed. It's yeah. it's, it's 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 maimed. It's maimed, and it'll take years uh, for this to recover. Uh, major airlines are making projections that their business won't be back to January 2020 levels for three to five years. I was talking to someone from... Major the- airlines or are- mothballing their fleet chopping them up into dfw
0: cheap went from one airline who I was talking to someone who works there from 950 planes for a particular airline all the way down they were all the way down to 200 yeah and now they're back to 400 but they think it'll yeah. be like 2022 i think she said when they're going to be back to and
2: the, the full amount and you, you and know what happens DFW. when you park an airplane for a long time it breaks. It breaks. Yeah, it breaks. Airline Airplanes are worse than cars. You so, can't just leave them in the garage while you're gone for five years. Right. You know, they they require regular Kinda like maintenance. Kind of like your
0: body if you sit in your house a, on the couch atrophy, for two months. Atrophy. You
2: gain some weight. It's not biological, but it happens nonetheless. Yeah. It just you know so one of the things that I've, I've seen
0: though is so as we start doing all this you know la times did a piece on us so we start getting a bunch of people that have no idea what starting strength is because you've always driven you know most of my business to me but now i have all these people that are just looking for gym equipment mm-hmm. in california so now i get right. to get them on the phone and then you know they're calling me for treadmills you know they just think i can you know produce whatever I said, right. look, we need bar- you need barbells. It's the simplest thing. You don't need a whole lot. And, you know, I get to tell them now about starting strength. And at a minimum, you know, I'd say, here, buy the book. You know, mm-hmm. take the book and see it. And so one thing I've seen, and I don't know if you've seen the same thing, is people are now realizing that they need, like, a simple approach to training. Right? That, like, it's, it's on right. the rise. Like, it's right. book sales. I no, mean, you're absolutely they're right.
2: They're like, oh. I don't need to do all this nonsense. And what and, do I actually need to do? And one of the casualties of uh of this this event in world history is uh big commercial is gyms. big commercial gyms. Done. Big commercial gyms. Uh God, they've been they've been adversely impacted. Yep. Uh golds gold bunch of gold shut down Corporate bankruptcy closed a bunch of corporate company owned, closed all their company owned stores. 24 hour, I think they declared bankruptcy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, because these great big giant clubs uh I mean, the operate on a giant amount of overhead. Right. And if there's any disruption whatsoever in their traffic, uh, on a thin margin, they just they 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 collapsed. Right. Uh, gyms like we operate are running on a much much Wider margin, right? Because our overhead is so much. Less.
0: Well, the equipment cost is so much less. Equipment well, costs you know, are in A bunch in, of in the,
2: treadmills. You know, you you don't have uh, see big big company gyms that that have got. Uh, 200 pieces of cardio equipment on the floor. They don't own that. It's all leased. It's all leased. The lease company owns it, and they've got to make a payment every month.
0: But either way, whether it's the small gyms like ours where you're paying for service and you see that if the service isn't provided people in their membership or on the Planet Fitness side Mm or those gyms, when people can't go, they shut it all off. Yes. And so... Because there's no point in paying... Even though it's
2: $24 a month. Now, Planet Fitness is $10 a month, and they're just fine. But Planet Fitness is not... Right about fitness, it is a sales organization. Right, right, right. right. It's not. Yep. they're it's not a in the same thing. business. It's a different thing. Yeah, different business yep. than we're in yep. completely. Yeah. Uh, but a, a low overhead gym because our gyms are small footprints. Uh, we're fifteen hundred, 1,500, 2,000 square feet. Our rent is is less. Our equipment is inexpensive. We don't have a whole bunch of recurring costs like a lease payment on a whole bunch of cardio right. equipment to make every month. Our, I mean, our, my
0: biggest cost is my ten
2: coaches. Yeah.
0: Right? right, that that's that's
2: my overhead. Right, uh, that's, that's, that's the part. a that's that's the essentially the whole of the right. overhead and utilities and rent. Sure. Okay. Now, in a situation like we're in right now, uh, the first casualty of uh, uh, that 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 occurs within this entire business structure is commercial rent. Right. You stop paying your rent. Because you haven't got the money to pay it, and that in itself is a is a uh, what's well, complicated. It That's complicated. You start. You out. you start. Yeah, we're still looking yeah, at how I mean, this gonna... is going to the state of California. Some genius in the boy. You just you guys have got some real gems out there, don't you? G E M G E M S and some real gems. Some G Y M some. some You've got some idiot in this in the in the state assembly that's introduced a bill that says that in the event of a dispute between a, a commercial tenant and the landlord, that you have 30 days to equitably settle the dispute or the lease is terminated. 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 Lease is terminated. Now, I don't know if that got signed by haven't seen the that. ingenious Governor Newsom, uh, or if it even got out of—I think it was out of committee, but I don't—I don't take me completely serious this, But I, I saw that some idiot wanted to just do away with commercial real estate leases, right? Because that's what that means, right? That's what that means is that the commercial real estate business no longer has a cash flow right guarantee with a with a lease agreement with the tenants. Now. To just to show you how complicated economies are, who's going to loan money now right. on on commercial real estate in the state of California?
0: No one.
2: Nobody? No one. Nobody would do that. And then if nobody is loaning money on commercial real estate in California, which is a big, giant piece of the economy out there, the bank doesn't make money on the loan. Right. Right. Commercial space goes unleashed. It's a mess. Payments just, go unmade. I just insurance le- companies go. Right. Because now I'm I,
0: not now I'm not getting you, insurance. I just don't This
2: thing is so the people don't understand. I've heard these idiots in Antifa say, well, what do you care if we burn your sandwich shop down? It's insured. This is the depth that to which they understand things. Right. Hey, it's not insured because there's not a commercial insurance policy in the United States right now that's that's operating without a clause that excuses them in case of terrorism or insurrection. Right. That, that they That's have specifically to. excluded. Right. And did it not occur to this little pasty white girl who said, that, well, you care, it's, that. It, it, it's injured, that there's more involved here than money? It's my business. All my shit is in that building right? that you're trying to burn down for me.
0: I, so my, I was using my gyms to manufacture stuff, store stuff, and then right. get it out. Right? Now I need to open them up. I just right. decided, like, okay, I'm opening them up. So Memorial Day, open it up. Well, guess what? I now have all this stuff that doesn't just stop. People don't just right. stop wanting the things they're wanting, so I need a space for it. So I find the space. I'm trying to rent it. And so this
2: is a man. So you're in. other words, you're going to move your manufacturing that yes. had been taking place inside in the, the in gym, the gym right. footprint right. right into a different location into a different now. location rent another
0: building rent another building. So I go to rent the other building, and I, it's twelve hundred square feet industrial space roll up door whatever you know yeah. I'm going to store stuff in it, and so I go in and I I tell the guy he's like you know whatever it is a square foot and I say hey I don't want to do more than a year I don't know if the manufacturing business is going to have a bunch of depth like let, give me a year spot you know and offer him this per square foot. Guy calls me back and says, um, they took your price for square foot. And I'm like, of course they did. Pandemic pricing? Like, yeah, it's, they a, it's so, on, so it. on sale. But they only <laughs> want to do month to month, which is great for me. But I think, why on earth would a commercial real estate guy not want to lock me in for 12 months? I don't understand Because anything. I don't pay the rent, right? So so what is he thinking? He's thinking, I, I get the place, pay the first month's rent, security deposit. And then I say, I'm a small business, I'm going under, I can't pay the rent, I'm applying for
2: these protection places. He immediately has a, an obvious place and, to and, rent somebody else.
0: And Well, now I'm locked up in that place with some type of government protection waiting on some type of bailout to pay my rent, Where is if he puts me month to month and I don't pay his rent, he just says, okay, get out of here.
2: I mean, right. it worked out great for me, but I just thought, oh, that's
0: what fine. is the commercial real estate industry but come to but, you know, that I, they want to give I can, me month to month?
2: I can understand his position. Of course. It's a, it's but perfectly rational. That's how bad it is. That's how bad it is. and for those of you that understand, that don't understand bad, how is a guy that's got a space that's generating him income only on a month to month basis? By you know, forty five days from now, that place may be for sale right. or for rent again because because he's moved out. How does he make plans? Yeah. How does he make plans? You know, and if he can't make plans, uh, he can't make plans. What uh, I, you just have to start thinking down the ladder, okay? What if the guy that owns that commercial real estate wants to buy a house, and he has no revenue coming, and he has he has no way to guarantee a revenue stream? Right. Does he get a mortgage? You know. This is the same thing that's happened to those of us in businesses that have been de- declared non-essential. Non-essential. How do I go if I've got a uh, a non-essential business like a bar, a little cafe, someplace, small a gym, gym, small business of any kind yeah. that's non-essential, and I decide you know business has been pretty good for two or three years, I think it's time to go ahead and get out of my rent house and buy a house. How do you get a mortgage? Can't. Nothing to show for it, you know? And if they can't lend me money for a mortgage, what about the house I was going to buy? Right. Does the house get sold, or does it sit there for sale? There's just so much. And so just many just on and on, yeah. down the ladder, yeah. you know? It's just... it is it, As it turns out, economies are very, very complicated, and lots of people are going to be getting a lesson in economics very, very shortly. So, uh... I think it's interesting though that you were able to and here's a new vocabulary word, pivot. Oh, pivot. You like that? When did that happen? Pivot. Pivot. When did we start I hate pivoting? That word. Pivot. It's Did you pivot? Such, Look at you. You pivoted. It's new. It's I don't it's, like the it's word so pivot. Or hustle.
0: What a hustler. I am not a hustler. I'm a businessman.
2: <laughs> I didn't know that anybody had said hustle. No, you don't live the, in South California. Since the 70s. Yeah. You don't live in South California. That was a dance.
0: Oh, a dance. Yeah. Well, that sounds better uh, if it's a, a dance. hustle. Yeah.
2: Disco shit.
0: And in South Carolina, we did Half the chat. naked women. Great, oh, great I know, idea. I don't know about that. But
2: the hustle. The hustle. So, uh, so. Anyway, you yeah. pivoted, uh, how about a little you know, you know, bit I you know here's a, a I have a a friend, uh, and I to him on a phone. Oh, it's been three or four months ago when this, all this stuff first happened. Nassim Taleb when this are this kind of buddies. happened uh, uh, he's Taleb a I guy, of good guy. He's of he's just a, just a fine individual. And a uh, we were talking about a economic ramifications of a thing, and he a a a of of adamant that people have to adapt. Mm -hmm. People have to adapt. And if you're unwilling to adapt in situations, then you're going to be left behind. Uh, And a classic example is the automobile left buggy whip manufacturers out of business. Right. And those guys had to learn how to do something. You know, it's the 19th century uh, equivalent of learning to code. Right. Right. So, Uh, you, um, took advantage of an opportunity of been selling
0: equipment. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I think the reason we got into that though, here's another word, responsibility, right? As soon as I got closed, I thought I am responsible to all the people that I pay, that I am their livelihood to continue to do that. Right. Right. So I said, what's the big picture? How can I do it? Give people gym equipment. They need to know, they need coaching coaches live through zoom. And I was able to, you know, still so far have been able to pay everyone the entire time. And that's kind of why I did it. So it wasn't like, oh, pivot. Well, let me You, do it. you felt, felt responsible. responsible. You I felt, felt responsible.
2: responsible to not only your employees, but, the, but to your members. To the members, yes. The members that look for you, look to you for their continued strength and right. health. Now, my response to that was to not close. Right. I right. lied. I lied. He was open the whole time. I was open the whole time. Guns I loaded. I played like I wasn't open, and the reason I played like I wasn't open was because, you know, I'm 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 not over there. Uh, especially at this point in in time, I was not over there to make a point. I, that was not the purpose of staying open. Was to make a point. The purpose of staying open was to provide a place right. for members that pay me to train, because they're paying me to train. And it's my gym. And I'm sorry, it's my decision whether to close or not. It's not local authorities' gym to close. It's my gym. Right. And I kept it open. And I hadn't been closed at all. And it was because of responsibility. I've got people that work for me that needed to be paid. I've got people that pay me.
0: That expect a place that to work out. expect a
2: place to work out. And so my job was to provide that. All right? And a lot of people quit coming in. That's their decision. Right. Their decision to make. They don't want to catch the deadly COVID-19 virus, then you stay home. Right? Anybody that doesn't want to catch the deadly COVID-19 virus stays home. It's not my responsibility to keep them safe in their house. It's their decision. It's their decision yeah. whether to stay home or not. There's a fundamental disagreement with uh, uh, the popular approach to this that's been taken in American culture because nowadays I'm responsible for you and everybody else, but I'm not. Who am I responsible for? Yourself. I'm responsible for me, for for the people that I pay to work for me, and the people that pay me. Those are the people I am responsible for. I'm not responsible for anybody's grandmother. Right. All right. If you don't want to make your grandmother sick, leave the poor old girl alone. But, see, here's another decision you may have to make. It may be that your grandmother cares less about being sick than, than she cares about being by herself. Do you know how many people, and this can't be undone, you sacks of shit, this can't be undone, what you did – to people that died by themselves in the hospital and in hospice and in rest homes because you decided that your decision about who they got to see was more important than their decision about who they got to see. I hope there's a hell for you to rot in for eternity, for your callous, pompous, authoritarian bullshit, rot in hell, motherfucker! Right? I hope I'm not being ambiguous about that. I think you All got right. it across. So uh, uh, there's been some fundamental. I mean, shit like that, Grant. Yeah. That, uh, people don't understand how. Deeply damaged society is right now. Because a lot of us hate each other at this point. You know? Yeah, it's a nice. lot of us hate each other. And uh, I don't know how you walk that back. You know? Like the pieces of shit that wouldn't let the 85 year old lady's kids come see her as she's dying in the hospital. That doesn't go away. That doesn't go away. You city officials, you county officials, you state officials, you pieces of shit. You know, with no thought for anything except your (laughs) re-election. Yeah. I hope there's a hell. But Grant, on the other hand, made, made lemonade. Lemonade out of limits. Out of limits. I am it at work.
0: Had to. And I think we did. We're not gonna know, right? So I opened back up back to what you were talking about about you stayed open, it wasn't to defy. It was funny. I mm-hmm. opened up, I called you, and I said the news wants to come. Yeah. And I and I told them when they came in, first thing out of my mouth, why did you defy Governor Newsom? And I said, I didn't. And that was never what I was trying to do. Right. I said, Orange County came out with guidelines that said you could open with limited services, and I thought can I or can I not provide a safe place to train? This is a different thing. And I told her, I said, when Governor Newsom says gyms are closed, you know, forget the part of whether he should be able to do that. When he says that, he's not thinking of the strength co starting strength no, affiliate or He's starting thinking of, of Gold's gym. He's thinking of Gold's gym. And I said, I can open the doors. Turns out a, a barbell is already seven feet two inches long. Right. You're already distanced, right? And so right. I said, I'm gonna go ahead and open. This isn't about defying anybody, it's about The response, because even the members at home in their garage with a live coach, guess what? They want to go back to the gym. They want someone coaching them in person, in real time, and they're begging me. That's right. Can can you please open up? Not all of them. Some of them said, hey, I'm going to stay in my garage for a while. That's fine. That's fine. Right. But it's, you know, it wasn't about defying anyone or doing anything wrong. It was, if I can do this safely. And, and you know, I talked to, Taleb called me about the, the home gym that I had. And he said, how is that going? I said, well, you know, it's kind of weird. Margin's on the equipment. It's like there, but I'm doing it for the coaching. And he said, act Mm -hmm. like that's your only business, and if you get to open back up, it's a big plus. Mm -hmm. And I ran with that, right? And we kind of built out the online thing, and now we're open, and I I think it is going to be a big plus. But, you know, yeah, it's you had to do something. You couldn't just sit home. And that's what a lot of, I think, small business owners did, or some did. No, some of them. At first they thought, it's going to be quick, and it wasn't quick.
2: Some of them thought, oh, this is going to last two weeks. Right. And you can deal with it for two weeks. And then it got two weeks came by, and then some bunch of fuckheads decided, nah, it's going to have to be another, another two four weeks. Another two weeks. Another four yeah. weeks. Another three yeah. months. Depends on where you live. And at some point, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? You have no choice but to defy. The orders. Right. You have no choice if you want to stay alive. Right.
1: For or, example, or, or do why, do you, that why
2: do you think unemployment went down by 2.5% last month? Because people quit obeying the law. Right. The yeah. orders. They yeah. weren't laws, they were orders. Right. Because people quit obeying the, lo- the orders. And that's why it was all unexpected. Right. Because they're... You know, their calculations had and no their statistics choice, were were predicated on the fact that, well, everybody's obviously going to obey the, right. obey the orders, and, but they had no choice. You can't murder us and have us just stand here and let you do it. We're, we're not, that's not what we're going to do. Right. It's not what we're going to do, you know. And as a result, we didn't. And so some of us went back to work, even when we weren't supposed to, and that's why that That's why that statistic looked like it did. But what's interesting is you developed two interesting approaches that I think are are worth discussing. Uh, The first is the biggest hole in the market uh, for barbell training equipment was in plates. Yeah. So tell us about what you're working on
0: here. Okay, so working on... So you see the the gap in the plates. And then the stuff you can get, it's overpriced. And as you look at the what the real problem is, it's that everything, and you probably know the year better than me, but everything was moved out of the U.S. Everything. And even the stuff that moved to Canada still got moved to China. I had some guys from China calling me, trying to get me to move containers over. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to trust shipping times on containers. So that's when I first started calling foundries, right? So right. I called some foundries. I said, what can we do? to make a made in USA plate.
2: Cast iron. Cast
0: iron. Made plate. in USA like, accurate. Right. Right. And so I went to the first one and the guy was kinda on board and, you know, got me a quote. But it, to me, the price it came to me at was no good, right? It's, no, al- it's already close to and $2. And he wasn't that
2: on board either. So. Right.
0: Right, right, right. So uh, but it didn't it didn't that didn't work. So then, you know, um, through your guy we found the other place. And what I found, so what we're working on is a made in the USA cast iron plate. Um, that I think we'll have, I should have a sample, you know, within the next four weeks. So, you know, probably 10, 12 weeks you're shipping. I got all the tooling costs today. I'll tell you about it. But basically,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you
0: know, no, I don't understand why no one's done this here. Because when it first came back. Because it's so
2: much cheaper to do it in China. I mean, yes, I of course. That's don't why care about I know human it. life. Of course, right. of
0: course. But so what's happened is automotive industry has gone down. Right. American uh, Automotive Manufacturing gone down. So you have foundries all over the place that aren't able to stay open. Right. So, you know, we finally found one that's hungry because of that. Mm -hmm. And then they do, you know, vertical casting. So horizontal, you lay out the iron plate, boom, you make your molds, whatever, and this is vertical, and so each different plate has its own thing, and I think, you know, it's going to come where we can get it to the consumer at a competitive price. Right. But the question is, what's the market depth there? I have, you know, every time I tweet something about, hey, we're working on this, I get 15, 20 people email me, right? From all over. Will you ship to Canada? Will you ship here?
1: Right. And no, so, there's a big
0: demand. There's yeah, no Yeah, the question will be, it. yeah, well, demand. it's going to cost more than other stuff. All the, the current
2: sources of Chinese plates, yeah, you can't even get are out of are out of stock, right? With you know no uh, no projected no projected end, uh, no projected, uh, end of the back order. It's yeah. uh, there's a big market for this, and I think you're going to make uh, a big dent in the market over the long term because right. people in the United States, especially considering the current situation, will pay a premium. If it's not too onerous, right, for an American-made product, I mean, did anybody know prior to all of this that ninety-eight percent of the antibiotics in the pharmaceutical market were manufactured in China? Did you know that? I did not know that. Any of you guys know that? Didn't know until then. I mean, I mean, this nobody knew that. I mean, this is the problem because this happened so quietly over right. the past twenty years that it it became a giant ass problem, didn't it? And uh, I think that people are aware of this now, and I think people are going to... I think they'll pay
0: premium, too, right now, but back to what we talked about at the beginning, the ripple effect of this, Mm -hmm. you know, will, will people have the money... To even do that, right? Let's say you come out and it's two dollars a pound for brand new, made in the USA. I think there'll be a bunch of people that want that, right? But it's just going to be interesting the ripple effect of the economy in terms right. of you know what can people because actually pay two dollars. We account. haven't seen it yet.
2: Two dollars a pound is a bunch of money. Yeah, you're going to spend eight hundred you know, bucks. You you're going to spend eight hundred bucks on a on a on a barely adequate set. You still need a bar, and then you got to buy a bar, and you got to buy squat racks, yeah. you got to buy a bench, you got to buy all this other stuff. Right. You're going to have some money tied up in this, and then it becomes. A calculation of how bad do I want to actually train. And
0: that's where it's – I've seen the spike in people realizing, you know, as they're calling for a gym and I get the chance to pitch them of, hey, if you get your squat and your deadlift up, forget about all the stuff you did. All this other shit you don't need to do. This is actually going to make you better for life. Right. right? And so now – and people – you know, people that used to call the gym at random and not know what we did and weren't interested in strength training, it's right. like resonating with them now. Yeah. You know,
2: because… Um, there is a simple approach. It's… And guess what? It's always been better, yeah. but now it may be the only option. Right. I mean… It, so, suddenly, we're all happy with people, right? Right. People are all happy with us. Right. Because they finally realize what we've been… That, that what we've been saying the whole been time… right the whole time. …is efficient. Right. It's effective. You don't need to go to the gym six times a week. You don't need to do figure out 17 ways to do a plank. Right. You need to get your deadlift up to 405. Right. Yep. Right. And, uh, I, you know, it's going to take a while for that to filter through the, the deal. You know, the…
0: But I, I feel like it, it's faster than normal.
2: This is a situation in which… That we find ourselves in a situation right now where we find that social media… Has solved a bunch of problems, right? But it has created more. I think, on balance, mm-hmm. than it has solved. You know, social media is a strange place. You know. Yeah. Uh, everybody's opinion is now just as available as everybody else's opinion. My opinion on brain surgery. You're an expert might be <laughs> if I can convince somebody that I'm not lying to them right you know all right so we got we got a plate problem yeah here's another problem uh, that I think you've that you this this is probably the most interesting aspect of this online coaching has been yeah. a big deal now for several years all right online coaching has got several pretty severe limitations uh, if if you're gonna you're going to squat your set of five today, and video your set of five. After you, it's and then and video your presses, and then video your deadlifts, and you're going to send it to me, and I'm going to turn around the next day or a couple of days later, and I'm going to type back to you about what I think I see in this video. Right. We have we have taken out a major part of coaching, real time cues, bar speed, cues, everything, cues.
0: Yeah.
2: Don't happen in online coaching, all right? Now, what is a cue? For those of you that are watching that aren't familiar with our highly developed terminology here, a cue is an extremely specific thing, all right? I'm going to teach you how to squat, all right? And I've got a teaching method that I've developed that works basically every single time I try it. I may have to adapt that teaching method to your particular Uh, ability to understand it, but pretty much we know how to teach you how to squat, all right? And we teach you with the empty bar. And then we add some weight, we do some more reps, sets of five. We add some weight, we do some sets of five. And we finally get up to a weight that's pretty heavy, and we're going to have you do, say, three sets of five with that same heavy weight. And I'm going to stand there on the platform with you, and I'm going to watch you squat. And I'm going to compare what I see on the platform. To the model of the squat that I have taught you with my instruction. When I see a deviation from that model, it's my responsibility as the coach to say something to you or do something or somehow communicate to you right now about how to fix the next rep. Right. Not the next workout. The next rep. But the next rep needs to be corrected, and a cue is a reminder of something that we have taught you in the instruction, the teaching, about how to make the next rep better than the one I just saw that was not quite
0: right. That you can immediately implement.
2: And I immediately implement a cue. Yeah. And my ability as a coach is predicated on my ability to effectively fix the next rep. All right. Online coaching doesn't allow us to do that. The way it's normally conducted, online coaching means you video your work set today. And then I type some bullshit about how to fix it for the next workout in, in 48 hours. And hopefully you'll retain that. and Hopefully you'll understand what I typed. Okay. Hopefully you checked it before your next workout. Hopefully I actually, you know, yeah. you actually read my corrections yeah. and are trying your best right But really that's not coaching. It's got to be live it's 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 program consultation it's technique consultation, but it's not really what we call coaching. Coaching means I'm standing there and I am offering feedback about what I am seeing in real time right now right Now you lunatics out there if Actually figured out a way to do that remotely. Tell yeah. us about this. So
0: I had started back in like February. I had these guys hit me up from Kentucky, and they were like, "Hey, we watch your stuff. We'd like to get coached by you." And I said, uh, "Yeah, sure. Like, let me look." And I sent them back like the closest starting strength coach. I forget where it was. Maybe Tennessee or something. They're like, no, "No, no, no. We want to do it online." I said, "Look, I don't really do online. If someone's never been coached, it's not worth it to me." If you, you, you could drive two hours and get something fixed, it's going to take me two months, you know, over video review. Right. And they said, no, 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 no. We do live stuff through Zoom. This is pre-COVID, right? Like, we do live right. stuff through Zoom. We'll set it all up. I said, all right, let's do it. So Mike and I hopped on the very first time, these two guys in their basement at Kentucky, and they got, like, six cameras, every angle. And I started coaching them, and I go, oh, this is sweet. And You're like, actually is- coaching I'm actually coaching them. I was like, this is great. And so I said, hey, uh, you know, since I can do it from my house, I'll charge you a little bit less than, you know, if I had to drive to the gym and coach you, here's my rates. And they said, oh, let's do it again. So we did it again. And then we did it again. And then this happened. And so we already had that tool. And so I was busy right. deploying the gym equipment, doing everything. I took Connor, the starting strength coach that's with me, and I said, hey, here's, here's everything I know about this. Figure it out and he made up a packet and uh you know that when someone wants to do this it's the same thing we did before you know we call our first session intro to barbells now it's intro to barbells online they get a packet
2: first here's where you put your cameras
0: rear quarters six feet high like if i'm standing in the room right and these now we're like today when you call me. So you got instructions
2: thing, for where to place the camera. Where to place the camera, what kind of tripod exposure have, and all everything. And just, everything.
0: Right. And so we recommend two cameras. You really I mean you can do it with one, but two makes it work. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. You got more information. Yeah, more information. Um and I mean when you called me earlier to move something, I was, you know, coaching this guy in Madrid. I coached him three times a week. You know, he read your book three, four years ago. Right. And he saw, you know, on Twitter, like, Oh, you're doing live coaching. And now we're reaching a whole new level of people live, right? right. And, and as the coach, I like it so much better because just like when you know I'm coaching someone in the gym and they finish, I say, here's what you're going to do next time. Right. And I tell them right now, I don't have to go on some software and map out their calendar. I say, right. write this in your physical logbook. Right. And now I can do that. I hang up. And there's no more work I have to
2: do with that right. person. No, it's... And it, they it, log back on. It, it's exactly the same thing as you would have done... It's coaching. While you were standing there, it's coaching. Right. It puts the responsibility for all of this stuff where it belongs right. on the lifter. Yep. Not on you. Man, we talk
0: a lot about personal responsibility. Yes. It's almost like it's a thing. Almost but you lose you lose tactile cues. Right. That's what you do. Yeah, need. you know, but there's okay. the,
2: it, nothing is going to be as good as standing there. Never. But... This is way better. Way better than making a rec a, a video recording with with your phone and sending it in to somebody that's going to respond not in real time right. but maybe tomorrow maybe the next day. It's
0: just a matter of people doing Maybe never. doing you know. it the first time, right? Yes. Cuz to them it's like you called me a lunatic for. It, it sounds crazy. I'm going to set up a tripod and do it and then they do
2: it and, and it, actually, it works. And it works.
0: And they go, "Oh, how do I sign up?" Right? right? And so no, it's right. a, it's a great it's a great tool and so with all of that you know you said you want to talk about adaptation it was okay provide for the current members provide for the people that work at the strength co uh now there's all these people that want gym equipment i believe they should get stronger okay we'll make gym equipment now there's all these people that have gym equipment that don't know how to get stronger what's the best thing we can do for them right you know coach them live um and so it's, you know, it's been well, interesting. Well, I think this
2: is a very important development. I really do. I've, I've had a lot of misgivings about online coaching for years. And I think that this is a, a giant step forward. Maybe in, I should make in,
0: another t-shirt. Actual online coaching. Actual online yeah. coaching. I said it. That was my t-shirt. A, I made that. You get credit for that shirt. I made that uh,
2: For the record. I know you did. Yeah. and uh, I know you know. Uh, not everybody knows. Not that. everyone but knows. Now they do. Yeah, now they do. Now they do. Grant Brogey. Uh, Brogy. Grant Brogy. See, you can't even pronounce your own name. I can't even say name. my own name. Your own name. Correct.
0: South California. It's the Valley accent. You yeah. Know, it's getting to me.
2: South California purple. That's, right. that's what the next shirt needs to be.
0: South Carolina. Is the shirt going to be purple?
2: That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm just a suggestion. Yeah, that's killing. Purple For shirt, those of South you Cal- Chicago okay, fans. Yeah. Yeah. Those of you Chicago fans in the audience. Well, uh, you know, these are some trying times. In these trying times it's good to know that the human spirit of uh, what what words always follow human spirit of human spirit of of, of, of adventure uh, yeah, of adventure. accomplishment achievement yeah. <laughs> of never letting a bureaucrat fuck you in the ass right right Personal responsibility. personal responsibility. Personal responsibility. That's what you were looking right? for. Right. That's what I'm looking for. The human for. spirit of A personal, personal responsibility. responsibility is still alive and well, especially in South California.
0: We're turning into South Carolina slowly. You know, we're shipping grits out there. You know, well, Gulf shrimp. Don't ship too many Gold South
2: shrimp. Californians to yeah. South Carolina. Yeah, that's right. Because they'll they destroy everything they touch. Just yeah. ask Arizona. South Carolina. Ask Colorado. So. Ask Oregon. Ask yeah. Washington State. Yeah. Everything they touch they destroy. So uh well good. Good. Sounds like things are coming along and it sounds like uh, you guys are doing doing well. Doing and good. I'm 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 proud of you and I think that you you guys are showing a lot of people the way to behave in a shitty situation. And that's worth that's worth quite a bit. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being Appreciate here today. It. Thanks for coming to see Handshake. us. Handshake. Thank you. Yes. Without a mask, including the slobber.
0: I might I might infect you. You're old. Fine.
2: <laughs> I'll gladly take it. Let's I already get, know you had let's it. Let's get this shit over with. I already know with. you had it. I didn't have yeah.
0: it. Oh, you didn't? You got tested? I didn't have it. Did you get tested? But the tests are all false. I got tested, too. The tests are false it. negatives. Yeah. It's we all we had it in Vegas. The
2: whole thing's bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, we did. I think we did. Me I and Nick, we I think we've had it. Yeah, well,
0: Nick definitely had it. Yeah.
2: Look at him. I yeah. mean, God, if that's not the way a man looks with COVID-19, <laughs> I don't know what is. Thank you for being here on Starting Strength Radio, and we will see you next Friday. Bye.